And welcome to yet another episode of the Ricky Williams Trilogy. One, two, three. We're all present here today. You're listening to John B. Easy Durnell here with Duke Thompson and, of course, Seamus the Moose Anderson. We are months into 2020, folks. We are still having COVID running rampant across the world. Well, maybe not in some countries according to what they're saying. But things are still happening here in the U.S. of A., thus meaning we are still quarantined, thus meaning we're still having sports in a different way. Right now, the NBA has been playing in Florida. As a matter of fact, a couple of Game 7s are due to happen here soon. But during the playoffs, there was an interruption. There was a strike, everybody, due to the fact that there was a senseless gunning down of another black man done by the police. Now, this coupled with the fact that there was a young man, 17 years old, with an assault rifle just popping people freely and getting to sleep in his own bed that night kind of made people a little pissed off. So some NBA players decided they weren't going to show up and play. Now, the Milwaukee Bucks were the first team to decide this. Didn't tell their counterparts, the Orlando Magic, who went out there and foolishly practiced. Now, fellas, I know where I stand on the fact that, you know, uh, they probably maybe should have struck for a little longer, maybe had a little bit more leverage. We'll talk about, you know, what they actually were able to get out of all of this uh, striking. But uh, we'll start with you, Duke. Duke, I know you uh, heard about this. First off, how are you doing in uh, Seattle, Washington? It's nice and cool, man. 78 degrees. I can't complain, my friend. Do you just, like, constantly look at how warm it is? Like, I mean, every time I ask you how it's going, you – you have hey, whoa, whoa, different. whoa. Two, here's the thing, too, be easy. One, we're not lean and six foot four, right? We're a couple of big guys, all right? When it gets hot, we can we can feel it, okay? okay. We we know it's hot as first soon off, as we wake up. First off, I know Duke is a is a is a big man, but Moose, 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 what are you? Yeah, you getting at the five five nine, maybe five ten? You know, we're Hey, I appreciate the five ten look, bees. <laughs> I, I really do. It kind, it kind of caught me speechless there for a second. Yeah. To be honest, um, no, I like to say, I'm five foot eight on a bad day, five nine on a good day with boots. Okay, um, well, so well. yeah, I got the the shit end of the stick. My brother's like oh, six one, six two. My dad's six feet. My mom's five eleven. I, I, I caught the shit end, buddy. Well, I don't know if you're big enough to pay attention to the weather just yet. <laughs> okay. Well, like I'm what? Like I like I'm not old enough. Like I'm not old enough. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You, you need to start feeling it in your joints, and then you can start. <laughs> Only when it rains. I know when it's gonna rain, man. That's that's about it. Yes, uh, John. Uh, with the protests and everything, um, I caught it. You know, it was interesting. Um, I thought they were going to strike longer. I thought like they were going to do something, but it felt like. They didn't do anything. They didn't even tell the magic, like, yeah, they'll warm it up, like you said. Hey, we're going to, like, you know, get ready for this game. Limbo. And, like, the other team is, like, coming in. So, I'm like, are they forfeiting? What is this, man? It's just, like, didn't feel very organized. It was cool, whatever, your political statement. Everything's political today. But at least try to, like, organize it better and get something out of it, like, instead of just what we got, which was, I don't know, what did we get? Right. Yeah, I know. What did we get? Uh, Moose, uh, how, how are you doing first off in uh, in the northeast there? So first off, I mean, I think the sentiment 
of okay well first off i'm doing well bz i'm doing well i got Thank a new you. recliner coming in thursday got a couple of drafts this weekend i'm doing all right all right um, all right and a, and, a, and a fresh cushion for that toilet seat i hope for that absolutely baby absolutely um but <laughs> in regards to you know the 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 boycott or the the you know the protests that the players had first off i think it was an unprecedented unprecedented day in sports but i think it felt very normal to us, um, to the majority of us. I think uh, I think it's an important fight to be had. But um, l- like you guys think, I-, I do believe that it was a little disorganized. I think the Bucks organization um, or the players, more more so than the organization, kind of made uh, they kind of made the the magic look like shit. Um, with that being said, and I just want to play devil's advocate because I'm a white guy and I love doing that. Um, if, if LeBron had decided this, nobody would be questioning it. Um, LeBron is now somehow taking credit for the protests and the boycott. Of no the, way. The Are one you night. serious? Like he's actually, I, I mean, out. I mean, he's LeBron. Yeah. I, I, in, in my eyes, I think he's always kind of taken the spotlight and, and it's really, it's not even his fault. No matter, no matter what he says, he's going to be at the forefront of this type of thing, especially when it has to do with, you know, racial equality and in, in the NBA as a whole. Um, I think it was a bad look for the Bucks, but but again, like I said, I think if LeBron had decided this and the Lakers, which we all know would have been LeBron, I think people would have looked at it differently. Do do I wish they had an active plan? Um, I do. There were there were rumblings of, you know, the 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 playoffs being you know just done with and just over with, and they just weren't going to play. Um, I, I I do wish they had a little bit more of a plan. And, you know, obviously the NHL looked like shit that night um, because they had played all their games. Uh, I believe it was three games. Oh, no one expected the NHL to give a shit. Well, I don't think anybody expected the NHL to sit out even the couple nights they did. Um, Come on now. And and they did. They but but here's the thing. The NHL did have important talks. I think it was good for the NHL to do that. Um, But, yeah, the NHL certainly looked like it's it's white sport esque. Oh yeah, um, I that mean, night, so to speak. Honestly, they, I mean, it's nice that they they allow seven or eight of us to play, but like we know they don't really. Uh, hey, whatever, I, man. Seven or eight is a lot more than that, dude. Okay, you can't just be marginalizing a group of people like that. Yeah, dude. Throughout the history, come on now. And I'm not saying throughout history. I'm saying currently playing. The oh, game. Oh, 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 cur- currently. Yeah. Uh, I would say eight, eight for an over under. Pretty, yeah, good dude. Guess. I'm pretty would, on point. I'm listen, pretty on point. And, me, and that's I know where my brothers say. are in hockey because I, right. I, I pay attention. Um, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I would say, geez, see to put a number on it. Just it feels horrible for me to do that because, like, I to be honest with you, I I don't know. Um, but I think it's just more of a. I think growing up, I just feel like, you know, listen, it, You don't. At I mean, five in the morning, yeah. Well, I think the thing is, is there's it's, just it's also a regional thing too. Yeah, right? that's it's that's regional. very true. The Northeast, Minnesota, and and you know, California places in California. There's there's a lot of hockey in the United States, and it's definitely growing. But 
I think in simplest ter- terms, I think, you know, little, little black kids don't get the opportunity to play as much as little white kids. I, oh, I hate yeah. to be so, I hate to be so blunt and I don't mean to sound insensitive, but I think it's just a fact of, of what the sport is, what the culture is compared to, you know, that yeah. of, b- of basketball. You, you know, yeah. Of it's economics. Like it's like ring time costs money. Sticks costs money. Skates, hockey, stupid, money. expensive, stupid, expensive. Yeah, exactly. it, like there's, there's honestly, I was like one of the poorer kids growing up playing hockey. And like, I always thought of myself as poor because of that, but like, my God, did I have it on a silver spoon, dude? Like I got to play hockey. Dude. It, it's so fucking expensive. Right. By the time I stopped <laughs> playing in high school, like, you know, I played past high school. I play now, but when I was playing like competitive travel, like it got, it got up to like $1,500 a season. And and that's not something my parents could do lightly, I don't think. And uh, you know, they, thank well, God for them. They gave a lot up for me to play. But and that's just why brothers ain't in the sport, uh, at least not that many. So again, <laughs> and usually the French Canadian or Canadian too. But let's talk about the ball uh, of baskets. The NBA players made some. I, I don't even know if they made demands because again, like first off, the Bucks made their strike. And then when someone, when the Lakers and the Clippers were like, oh, okay, so I guess we're just not going to play the rest of the season, the Bucks were like, oh, pump the brakes. We didn't know that we might have to give up the season. We might win a championship this year, so we want to go play again. So they basically sat down and discussed that the owners were willing to turn as many arenas as possible, which I'm still not exactly sure how that can't be all of them and the fact that None of these arenas should have anything happening in them, but as many of them as possible are going to be converted into voting locations coming this November. Um, I sure hope that is good enough for change. I don't know if it really will be because just because we have a different president doesn't mean we're going to have a different you know, racist sheriff in whatever county in which people are getting shot in. So like, it really needs to be something that trickles down all the way but i guess the start is a start right listen i want to know the details too of this right and and i'm not saying from like a a political aspect so don't get your panties in a twist or your underwear because we're not sexist here um like listen listen here's the deal if (laughs) if they opened if they opened gillette stadium to in-person voting and i lived in massachusetts around that area i'd be there there's no questions asked but am i allowed like is is it i'm only going if it's on the field right like if it's in if it's in the lobby walking in like yeah you're probably a little less enticed to go right for me personally i'm just saying i mean i feel like at least with the basketball arenas i do feel like it will be a lot of it on the floor, if not on the floor and in like, I guess the concourse area. Right. Too. But it would, it would like have to be right. Like uh, what, what's because your name? Social distancing. <laughs> like you have to like, you know, you have to probably use every bit of area possible in there. Yeah. See, I don't even think it'll, it'll be on the floor though. Cause the floor, unless they convert it back to a hockey rink is well, going to be small. So I feel like it'll be like, What's your name? And they're going to be like Peterson. Oh, P, you're going to be between 130 and 104. Now, they might not set it up for like court play, but like, you know, they have like conferences and stupid things where they just have just just a floor. Yeah, they're going to open everything up, though. Yeah, I think I think it's a great idea. I mean, there's a lot of people that first off don't know where to vote. I mean, some people have never voted before, and this may be the first election where they feel like they have to get involved. 
um, or they have to vote. You know, there's plenty of anarchists out there and, and just people that have just never had the opportunity to vote and never cared. So I think it's important. I think it's a good move on the NBA's, um, on the NBA's, uh, you know, plate there. And, and, and not to mention, you know, and I, I wanted to go back to what was getting done. What were the promises that the owners made? You can't say owner, man. You got to say governor. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not the owner, the governor, which I think is inherently worse, but, um, <clears throat> Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know which one's worse. But back to it. They, they, so they boycotted NBA for three or four nights, right? Wednesday to Saturday, pretty much, is what I remember. The NHL did Thursday through Saturday. The MLB canceled a couple of their games that Wednesday night and played a couple. I, I don't know how that works. They, but they so, canceled so they got, some Wednesday, and then, the, and then some teams turned around and canceled the next day. The next day, right. Like, basically, an impromptu Jackie Robinson weekend. Right, right, right. I, yeah, and unfortunately, Chadwick Boseman has passed away. Um, R.I.P. Wakanda forever, the great four, too. Um, <clears throat> I guess the, the, so they got also the NFL to sit practices out. What, what have the owners promised? I mean, what, what was the end goal here? I want to know what the end goal is with the whole thing, but, but especially within the NBA. I mean, they, they were the ones that forefronted it. And, and I'm, I, I swear to God, right. I, I'm not bashing I mean, what they did. I, I think it's honestly, important. But Honestly, the forefront was probably more so the WNBA. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Those women be crazy. You're not wrong. You're uh, not wrong. I mean, they wore, <laughs> they wore shirts. They wore shirts. Bullet represent, holes. Yeah, with bullet holes, dude. Like, like that's no... That's These nothing to front that. Crazy, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? well, you I mean, know what? They protesting I mean, for reals, y'all. Um, right, but I, yeah. I mean, I just want to know what these owners are now doing. Are they giving money to, you know, just BLM? Are they giving money to inner city areas and and no, and that's, you know, boys and girls clubs? Heard, and the only thing I've heard is voting poll in place. That voting is it. That is all I've heard that they have decided to give them out of all of this. And I'm like. What 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 was this all really for? If all you did was get more places for people to vote, because like, like yeah, I mean I get I get voting, man, but like, understand that just look, we've already had a black president, and we was still getting popped in the streets, and like we like, homie didn't do anything really for the black people. I'm not trying to say that Obama wasn't great for us, but like. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could have done something. Like, he could have made the Confederate flag a treasonous flag, and all those who, you know, swing that sucker in the sky are, are you know, will be tried for treason because that's right. Shit if, really if there's did. one thing he could have done, too, he could have done that. Like, right? he, he definitely could. And, and again, it, there's plenty of things that Trump could do that he hasn't. And, and we could go down the line until 1932, dude. Like, right. we, could, we could just keep going, but Wait, what's what's the end goal with with protesting the games? That's that's just what I want to know. I mean, the voting is like fine, but like voting, uh, it's not going to get help for people in, in inner cities, is it? Right. Like, it's not, I'm, I'm sorry, and, and, from, and it's from what I remember, the 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 majority of poverty is people of color. It's POCs. Dude, yeah, dude, it's it's a and, great dude. This is a great PR move, man, because it acts like they care. Go vote. Go make oh, yeah. the these change. Owners, these Go be governors. the change. Because with your vote, you can change the world. We did what they always told us growing up. One vote matters. You know, it's like, but yeah, okay. but this is another round of horse shit. And it here's is, the dude. thing. It's Just PR because you've opened man. up 
empty arenas to voting doesn't mean people are a going to get out there and vote. I will say this though: the people that are going to be going, the people that are going to be going to those arenas to vote, will only be voting Democrat, dude. I mean, these the people oh, yeah. that vote Republican aren't going to be like, oh yeah, let me let me show. Let me show up to the Milwaukee Bucks facility and vote for Trump. Well, like, are it, you kidding? There's just it no. It doesn't matter no where way. you live, though, dude. You know, like the what street you live on, they send you to a polar place. Well, not when it's yeah. not not a, not they're doing that. I think at that point, I think that's going to be one of those like, I guess all neutral zone because like, I think the point of it is to get the spillover. I think. I don't think anybody's going to be assigned to those because it's too late to assign someone to a like stadium. Yeah. Well, they would have to assign over a million people. Right. That polling facility is massive. There's there's 12 exits and entries. They could do it logistically and in the safest way possible. The voting would be in big warehouse type buildings like that. Right. Yeah. So I don't I don't think anyone's going to be assigned it. I think it's going to be just like if you are registered to vote, you can go there. It might take longer for them to find you in the system and all that stupid oh, no. shit. But no. I think I think anybody in that county will be able to vote at that polling place because it's such a large like they're not going to just be like, oh, we're just going to assign the people who live near it to it like that just doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, you know, that's what I voted. That was what I had to do because I didn't know. Uh, I know that. You know, I'm just saying, but this, this, <laughs> so I'll just are, say it. these are extra polling places. Yeah, yeah that's these fine. Are, this, I see the spillage over and everything. I, mean, I just don't I, think they're going to show up, dude. I well, mean, that's I, it. I just don't think it's, but that's not enough to make any real change. No, really man. Because nothing's like, going to change from this because, let's all, be honest, the voting places were going to still be available before. People were going to still be able to yeah, vote. Dude. You might have to just wait a little longer, but you're still going to be able to you're vote. You're still going to vote. You can still right. still get you in there. If you, yeah. you showed up at a random place, they're not going to turn you down. I mean, yeah. this is like, I mean, I just don't see, I think it's a PR move to get votes for the Democratic Party. I wish the players did sit out dude. the whole season, dude. That would have said something. They're like, no, nah, man, we're not participating no more. We're sitting out the best of the season. Yeah, I think the players made a decision that was misguided and not thought through the governors and probably with a little help from LeBron James, who is already backing this kind of campaign in the first place. Well, he should be on it someday too. Yeah. Which he was like, Oh, well, wait a second. I got this idea. How about we transform this into a positive thing by turning these arenas into polling places, which he was already doing with the Dodger stadium out here in LA, he was already doing that kind of stuff. So he's just now insisting that they do it in the NBA. So now it becomes his idea. It becomes his thing again. He's that narcissistic, man. Oh, of course he is, man. It all makes sense. Like how, do, how can no one else connect those dots, man? Like those are the dots because again, the bucks had no idea what they were doing. The real thing to do from that point would to be completely in the rest of that season. That's the only way anything would really be done. But then they are like, well, this is kind of a change. It looks like you guys did something, and now you can go play basketball. And it looks like something was done, and now they can go play basketball. I mean, it's just – it's pathetic, but, I mean, I can see right through it. Yeah, it's just a good old PR move. Like, you know, here, look at this hand while we do something over here, you know? I mean, I don't see it happening because people don't want to give it with the money. Donate to funds and stuff, you know. But oh, okay, not, hey. not one governor is donating no, a dime to a little no. poor brown it's, kid. It's, it's not more than they have. That's to what already. I'm saying, dude. Like, put money into the inner cities, man. Into education, into medical facilities, into 
boys and girls clubs. Like, that's what I want to see. How, that's, how, about that's this? The, how about we just improve everybody's fucking lives, man? And we just start with the basics of like, you know, internet for everybody for free, you know, improving people's lives, college for free. We could afford a lot of things, man. But you know what? This vote thing is a scam, dude. Hey, Washington State's picking up my tab to go back to school. So I got the grant this year. So, I mean, that's pretty badass, you know, to give opportunity to people. Dude, I agree with the internet for free, especially right now with people having to go to school at home because I saw some, like, a heartbreaking story on the news about how some kids were, like, literally sitting in a Taco Bell to go to school because they didn't have the internet. And then, like, someone bought it, like, the internet for their house or something like that just so they can go to school. But they had to sit in a Taco Bell to get Wi-Fi because of their living conditions. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that, that kind of shit's heartbreaking because it's not, I mean, it's not the kids' fault that their parents don't have the means. And then also it's not their fault that there's this virus happening where they can't go to school and learn, like, the normal. Right, you know? right. And, and honestly, I, I hate, to, hate to be like this, but you say parents, like, they probably have two parents when in a lot of situations yeah. it's single uh, mothers that are just trying to work three jobs just to put – I'm not no, saying food, food they, on. no, 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 I'm I not. I'm not. Know, I don't I'm, know. Yeah, I don't know the, the situation, you know, but right. Like, but I'm, I think my point is that like we those are types of things we don't think about. Like, do you remember when this whole coronavirus thing went down and everyone was saying stay home? Do you know how many fucking people in this country don't have a home? Stay inside. You, what are you going to yell at a homeless man for staying outside, which is his home? Like, Right. I think that's that's sometimes where we we tend to forget that we have first world problems compared to other countries. And I no, I was just I was just saying like there's there's a lot of things in life we don't think about, and and I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially during t- times like these. You know, no, no, it's true. It's very true. It's very true. But hey, well, let's let's again hope that there might be some more change coming down the line from these governors and these players. I I personally don't think that they did enough because in the time in which we live in right now we we don't really remember things that happen real quickly. You know what I'm saying? Like we'll remember COVID-19 because this shit has lasted for months, you know what I'm saying? But like we forget, you know, whatever was the popular meme back in in March, you know, before COVID hit, you know what I'm saying? Like right. like we I remember Tiger King was popular after COVID, but what was the popular thing before? I don't, re- I don't recall, man. It was like COVID, Tiger King, and then we went from there. I forgot what happened before, you know. So like, if if it's not something long lasting and really just like, it, it's just not going to stick. I don't. Yeah. Think, how much you know? does that mean? Like, what what happens after they vote? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree at all. Well. Moving on, um, let's get to some actual, you know, well, let's get to some actual sports news. Uh, I know we've been talking about, um, you know, equality and the issues that uh, that our lovely um, athletes are are protesting and, and living for. Um, but but we are a, a sports related show, a football related show, and we do have football coming up in just a little less than a week. Um, I, I'd like yeah. to start here. I think. I think this is the the one the one place where I can start confidently and and we can get into this conversation and it doesn't have to be long but um this week the Jaguars released or or waived um former first round pick Leonard Fournette. I, I thought it was a uh, re- really interesting um you know he was a, a I believe a number 4 pick in 2017 
Um, you know, the, the Jaguars were taking over the world. Jalen Ramsey, they were going to win the Super Bowl. They were going to bring that bitch back. Well, they haven't. They're now probably the worst team in the league. Their quarterback is begging people to take him in the first round of the draft just so Bud Light can send people a case of beer. Uh, it's just a mess down there. Um, it's a mess in Jacksonville. Leonard Fournette has not been claimed. He is now a free agent. Just wanted to get your boys' thoughts. Duke, what do you think about that? He's in your division. Um, obviously, the Jacksonville Jaguars are no longer a team people have to tell you to worry about. What are your thoughts on the Leonard Fournette release? Well, first off, man, I always worry about my teams and my division, man, because you never know with those stinky little Jaguars, man. You know, we only play them twice a year. But moving on, um, it's been a dumpster fire for a while. Uh, they've traded, got rid of Leonard Fournette. Now, I wouldn't go as far as a while, man, just a few years ago. Was it, there was no substance. It was just a flash in a pan, dude. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I, they did have the best defense in football. There's absolutely yeah, no doubt right. about that. Where did it get though? Huh? Yeah. Well, no they way. didn't have a quarterback, Duke. Because they did not capitalize. <laughs> they did not capitalize on the next year, man. With that defense, you can put Trent Dilfer in there. They and still, that had, been they still had Blake Bortles, who they unfortunately signed to an extension because he fooled them, much like Tannehill probably did, y'all. You know what? Book's still out with Tannehill. You know, it's a different issue. Tanny bum. A little worried about that, I'll admit. I am worried, okay? Because I want to see consistency. Jaguars have had a consistency in since, what, 99 when they were, like, went 15-1 and one that year. Some crazy never call. Never stayed consistent, though, never, so I think they, you're they right. Ne- I they think never right. built that culture, which is so hard to build up, of having a winning culture, bringing the right people in, coaching staff, GMs, the owner is looks like he wants to try. He's just not hiring the right people, man. And then that's all. I mean, players just don't want to go down there now. Ramsey, man, he got his ass out of there and amazingly fast. He's like, no, nah, I ain't going to do this no more. Then they just got rid of the defensive back, too, this week, man. Um, Long time Jaguar, too. So it's just like the. Yeah, Yannick oh, Ngakwe. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just looks like they're tanking, man. Well, <laughs> to be honest, you know. That- the Jaguars, one, are screwed. I think they are definitely the worst team in the league. Um, the other thing, too, is that they are starting to rapidly tank. They are looking for Trevor Lawrence in the draft next year. There's, In my mind, there's absolutely no way you can convince me otherwise. I mean, so the Leonard Fournette thing, I think this was a long time coming. He's had issues with that team in the past. He's had, he's been plagued with injuries. Um, they never gave him a for, for some for some for some time. I, I won't say plagued. I think that's a little bit they, of an oversight. They didn't take care of the star players, man. Okay, that's it. Which that's star it. players, Duke? They have they, none. They had you used to. Well, but see. anytime they would get someone who was doing something, they would just kept putting them in jeopardy, and then it became a problem. Spot on. Like, uh, uh, God, uh, what was the, the wide receiver that they just had? and He had to leave. Uh, Allen Robinson? Yeah. Like, he had to leave because, I mean, legitimately, they just kept putting him in danger because he was all they had. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to be a star this year, just so y'all know. Pick him up in fantasy if he drops far enough. I mean, wait, is he still on the Bears? Allen Robinson, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's really only got, like, Anthony Miller behind him. Yeah, he's going to have a great season. He's got Nick Foles. 
um, yeah. who who I think will be starting. We can maybe get into that in a second. Um, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, I think wants this. Trubisky. No, nobody wants Trubisky. Um, but apparently nobody's shined through camp. That could just be something they're saying, but who knows? It's um, been awful though for everybody though, man. It's been difficult. Right? Yeah, it's been a tough. It's been a tough year. Uh, definitely, they have not had you know Especially as long to get their ready. Their off season was probably a little shaky for a lot of them. You know, where you know you're not. A lot of things were probably on a lot of people's minds for a couple of months. Not really thinking about football. I'm sure. I'd say I'd say that's pretty spot on right there, BZ. But I wanted to ask you, BZ, um, in particular. Now, Leonard Fournette's going to end up on a team. There's not a doubt in my mind. If if fucking Shady McCoy is still playing with the greatest quarterback to ever live, that Leonard Fournette's not going to find a spot that needs him. I was curious as to you know if you had one team in mind, if you had a few in mind that you could maybe see him go in there. Whether it's because of their depth chart, they need a veteran. Um, which it's sad he's only in his fourth year, so to call him a veteran is 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 kind of sad because I just don't think he's going to get the money he's looking for. He's you know filed a grievance for four point nine seven million from the Jaguars, if I remember that correctly. I know it's over four. Um, what what team do you think you could see him go into? And 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 tell me why. I'll give you three teams. Um, Even that just kind of popped in the top of my head real quick. Um, and I'll give you reasons behind them. Uh, one's going to be the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they have a lot of injury-prone backs. Um, my, and at this point, they're going to have to go by committee just because they don't have enough. don't have a guy that they can rely on all the time. You know, Another committee team are the 49ers. Uh, they, they worked it well last year. They've also had some people leave. Uh, for various reasons, uh, you know, they just didn't pick him up or what have you. Um, also, I believe, actually, maybe I'll throw in a fourth team in the mix, too. Uh, the Redskins, or excuse me, Washington. Uh, they whoa, whoa, back- whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Listen, I'm feeling I, some serious <laughs> aggression from you right now, easy. <laughs> if you could just, if you could just fucking tone it down a notch, that'd be great. No, so the Washington football team, I the think Washington that's a great football call. team, um, because I believe they had a back that um, might go into prison um, or something of that nature. So they they do have an opening roster slot. Um, but the team that I most likely think will do it is your stupid ass team of New England. Why? Because they always do shit like this. They always, they always find somebody like this that's like a B minus. Yeah, it's a B minus guy. You'll make him an A minus A. Get it done. Get y'all some stuff. You get all you can off that tire tread, and then you send them over to like Cleveland or something. Oh, they'll do that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he called it. Yeah. Four dead to the Patriots. He'll pick him up like maybe week one just to be teasing them, you know, and then like make him like the, uh, Le, what was his name? Um, Lede, Le, Le Blunt. Oh, yeah. He'll be the Blunt. Yeah. He'll be like, he'll the, be the, the new Gary Blunt. Blunt. Yeah. And like win three Super yeah. Bowls or some crazy crap like that. Three like, Super oh, Bowls. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, New England, if, if I had to be a betting man, it would be where he would land. Um, well, you I, you certainly are a betting man. I am. I am. You, and so you definitely are. That's where I put my money. Uh, but, I mean, I would see, again, I could see him getting up to Seattle, and I could see him being with the Niners, too. 
Washington would just be kind of like a, I mean, they need somebody because again, homie got arrested. But yeah, yeah. Darius Geis is gone. He'll never play again. Um, Antonio Peterson cannot carry the same workload he did last year. But but no. they do have that rookie Antonio Gibson, who I think but, he's he's but, very high on my list of uh fantasy um twelve team leagues. But turning into committees now, and I think you're not wrong. Have, you need to have a little more than just one prideful rookie. So you know, like, you know, like you might need. Yeah, yeah no, I I know he's no DeAndre Swift with the Lions. I get that. Um, I, I do think he's gonna carry most of the workload eventually there this year, though. Um, with that being said, Duke, do you have any teams in mind other than the Patriots that you could see him going, or are you steadfast he's going to he's going to New England for minimum? If he does not go to New England for the minimum, he end up like on the Jets or something. Like some garbage team. Well, I don't know about like, the Jets. The Jets have a back. I mean, they have. Bell's injury prone as hell, dude. He'll come yeah, in. Yeah, like, but but they're not going to put that kind of like extra yeah, power with that, it. That's a dumpster fire. That that kind of talent is attracted to. Yeah, but but the Jets don't do smart things. You no, know they what I'm don't. Would that would be, that would be a smart move, and they would not do that. They would that's not be not, a smart move. They got Levette, Le- yes, Bale back that day. But that would be a smart move because then you have a backup plan. They don't but they have Frank plan. Gore. They have their backup yeah, plan. Yeah, they Gore. have an elder, an elder man. Hey. You, dude, <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frank, wait, time out, time no, out, though. In all, in all reality, I know we can joke about Frank Gore never dying, but he could, he could legitimately, Frank Gore could legitimately end up being the starter with uh, uh, Lamacall Perrin being the backup, and Bell could just screw off somewhere. But, but right. the Jets, the Jets is a team. That I could see making a dumb move like that, I I understand because they don't they don't need that's not where they need anybody. They I don't mean, need it, but I feel I I actually would say it would be the smarter decision for them. And oh, you never, think it would be the smarter one? Because the, but they would never make a move like that. Like I feel like beefing up their backfield with somebody that isn't almost off the field in a wheelchair would be something smart to do. I mean, I know Gore is still got a little bit a pep in his step. But that pep is going to start to fade. And I feel like this is the year the fading is going to happen. You know, so I I feel like that would be something good for them. I feel like a team that really would need something like this but would never do it would be the Detroit Lions because they haven't had a running game in God knows when. Oh, they're about to. Oh, they are about going, to be easy. I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be frank we, with you, dude. I know DeAndre, we're believing. I know listen, we're believing. DeAndre, but DeAndre Swift is the real deal. I, I know we're believing good. in Swift. I know we are. I believe in him too. But <laughs> there's something wrong in Detroit, homie. There's something. It's, I'm not because these guys are professionals. All that they've had every time in the past, dude. These aren't just like some scrubs. They have professional athletes that they put on the field, and they still can't get to a thousand yards. So there's something wrong. It, something's in the water. All right. So they, so maybe if you have well, a little something extra there, that's a little sensitive of a joke to be joking about the water and Michigan be easy, but oh, all sorry. right. Couple, couple oh, years oh. off it being not funny. <laughs> this so is it Detroit, was... not Flint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think Detroit's water's clean. Uh, either way, <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think that just one back is going to get it done. They should have another solid back to go with them and maybe take a little of the pressure off of him so that maybe he can thrive more. Like, I know people are putting it on him like he's going to be, like, the next Barkley. I, I know he's good, but I don't know if he's, like, Barkley good. Like, I don't know if we could just put everything on him and just watch him go. Like, 
I don't, so, I don't disagree. I don't yeah. disagree at all. Um, the three teams that I could see him going to, um, along with the Washington football team, BZ, I do agree with you on that front. And honestly, your other picks were not far off. And, and you too, Duke. I mean, he could go legitimately anywhere and be um, just a timeshare. He, he could get some carries, maybe 12 to 18 carries a game, but not hold the majority of them, which is what I think will happen almost no matter where he goes. Um, the three teams I think he could go to are the Philadelphia Eagles, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Chicago Bears. The Eagles right now have Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Corey Clement doesn't really matter, and Elijah Holyfield doesn't uh, – Holyfield right. doesn't either. I, I think Boston Scott is part of the Eagles' plan, so I, I don't necessarily think this would be the best outfit for him. Um, yeah, and Miles I Sanders think so either too, because I think the Eagles are banking on their boy underneath center, and I think that they think everything is going to go through him because they're putting all this money in him. And I, ju- bad, I just bad, bad, bad. <laughs> but I just, I just, but if you see what they've been doing. It looks like that's what they're gearing up for. You know? Yeah, like, I, I don't disagree. In, in the, the draft pick with Jalen Rieger was definitely, definitely a forefront sign of that, that they are not going to be um, and, either a run first team or, or they definitely trust Miles Sanders, in which case I would trust Miles Sanders. Quarterback, too, making it seem like they're also going to be trying to do some more like running trick plays and nonsense like that. So. I, don't, I don't know how much time Jalen Hurts will see the field this year. I, re- I really don't. I think he's the third string right now, right now behind Nate Sudfield. Right. right. Um, but, I'm, but I'm thinking if they do use him, it's going to be for like extra trickery and nonsense. Like, yeah. Wildcat or R- yeah. RPO. Yeah. I, I totally get that. Yeah. Goal line play. I definitely understand that. Um, with Jalen Rieger being out, I believe four to six weeks now or uh, two to four weeks. I'm not entirely sure no, what it is. He's going to the knife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So four to six weeks, at least. Um, I, I definitely think they could make a move that is Leonard Fournette right now, only because I don't think they would have a long-term plan for him at all. Um, and, and I don't know any team that really will, but uh, especially the Eagles, I definitely think they could see Fournette as a loner just to run the ball downfield for a bit um, while Jalen Rieger's getting better. Because um, <clears throat> otherwise they're banking on Deshaun Jackson, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, and Greg Ward. Uh, my next team was the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, right now they have Austin Eckler, Justin Johnson, and Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly not going to be a factor in this. And honestly, neither is Justin jo- uh, Justin Jackson. Austin Eckler is going to see almost every single carry for that team. I now, think he's going to do – I, I want to I defend Justin. Jackson. Okay. He played some pretty good games and had some pretty good rounds this past season. I think he might have – he could have probably thrived more – if they believed in him more, I, I don't think they believed in him in their play calling with him. So yeah. it, it just kind of was a little detrimental for him. I, I think he's a better back than what they were giving him credit for. I just think they were hoping more on uh, Gordon coming back and being their savior. And they didn't really like think about what they really had to work with. Right. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think that's a wrong assessment at all. Um, Justin Jackson last year had, had 29 attempts, um, 200 yards, 6.9 average. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad, dude. That's not, I mean, I've seen much worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he definitely doesn't look horrible. Um, I, I just think they could, they could definitely use 
a back like Leonard Fournette. Um, I think it. I think it would provide well with Austin Eckler. First off, I think Eckler is going to go off this season. I don't know if anybody remembers last year, but the Chargers were actually better when Melvin Gordon wasn't on the field. Um, yeah, Austin Eckler is a man Rivers, dude. I think. They- yeah, I think. I think a lot of that was fueled by Philip Rivers and his intelligence. Man, we we got a rookie who's going to be at the helm. Yeah, possibly. Oh, I wouldn't be too sure. Tarod's the guy right now. I know, I know, I know. For, I mean, he has to do his whole thing where he goes a couple of weeks, fakes an injury, and then you know the rookie comes in. I've seen this already in Cleveland. Right, right. <laughs> no, I mean, I know, I, mean, I know the story. You can't, you know, you just can't do it the other way around. You can't have the yeah. white boy get replaced by the black guy. You got to do it the other way around. And right, you this. do. You do. Due to law in the NFL, you actually right? do. You have um, to do it that way. So, so you have to yeah. start off with the Brown brother, and then his job is taken. By right, him. right. Well, with that being said, I know Justin Jackson is also um, nursing a foot injury. I don't know how serious it is. I'm sure it's not too serious. I don't think Justin Jackson has been injured really at all during his professional or later collegiate career. So I, I just think the Chargers would be a good spot for Fournette just to get some power downs. He's more of a Jerome Bettis without the talent type. Um, but, yeah, so so the next place I could go to, um, which I just think is, one, a jersey I could see him in. Like, I could just see Leonard Fournette in this jersey. But I can also see him um, within – just their rebuild right now and, and seeing as to what they're doing with David Montgomery and Tariq Cohen is the Chicago bears. Um, now I do think David Montgomery is on, on pace to be their number one guy. There's no doubt about that. I just don't think Tariq Cohen um, leverages that much in, in the, he's in the smash not, ball he's game. Just, he's just not big enough. No, he's not big enough, but he's a catching back. I mean, I mean, they yeah. will see yardage with Tariq Cohen. If you pick him up in fantasy late, definitely do so. Cause Tariq Cohen is still going to see some action. He, as long as whoever can get the ball to him. Exactly. And Nick Foles, could, Nick Foles can, he can, he Nick can Foles check down. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yes. He's a I'm Super not, Bowl I'm MVP. Champion. I, just doubt, I doubt um, the leadership in Chicago and how right. long they believe in Trubisky. Right. I mean, it's not so much Matt Nagy, but I think this is the no, year we I will think, see falls there. We'll, we'll see falls. I think with uh, Trubisky, it was just more of like, we're going to give him a fair shake. But yeah, he just hasn't proven himself. That's all. That's why Nick. Dude, I, I feel like I they like, gave sexy Rexy less time and he got him to a Super Bowl. I mean, granted, he lost, but. I feel like Rex Grossman got less chances. Well, it, it's more of a pride thing because they picked him up, what, the first round of the draft? Was I think it? they did that with Sexy Rexy, too. Wait, Trubisky, they literally traded for. Right, it's so true. He, they did trade up to get him. They, they could have had Patrick Mahomes at their original pick. Yeah, yeah. but he would not have succeeded in uh, uh, Chicago, though. Oh, I think I think he would have succeeded. I think that boy no is bad enough went. to succeed wherever the hell he yeah, is. Yeah, I think, I think is, he's... He's that different man, than Tom Brady, dude. I'm going to be honest. Patrick Mahomes got to a great team, man. That team I've been preaching for years, John, that was a badass team without Alex Smith, man. And look what happens when he stepped in, dude. I mean, like, you got to have – we've had seen so much talent. I mean, that's why I'm worried about watching down in Texas, dude. Huh? Look at that guy. I mean, are they just going to ruin it? Is he going to ruin his career just going eight and nine wins, man, never having to help? I mean, they just got rid of the best wide receiver in the game. 
I know. They got to do something. They got to do something. I mean, right now, it looks like the, your division just left it wide open for y'all. So if y'all Ooh, can't I don't, win it. I don't know about that, much. I ain't worried about old man Rivers, dude. I don't know, I don't Please, know about dude. that. You, if you think the Colts, I mean, the Colts will give them a problem, but the Colts still look like a problem, if that yeah, makes sense. <laughs> uh, well, well, okay, let's change the subject here then. I think the AFC South is wide open for the Colts, the Texans, and the Titans. I, I, I don't think there's even a question about it. What? What do you mean, what? But, but we, got, we got Titans fans that don't know if they can trust their quarterback. We got a Colts I, group I that doesn't I, have a backup quarterback anymore. They have a seasoned veteran in Phillip Rivers, who I don't think is the best option. Don't get no. me wrong. But they also have a brand new running back in Jonathan Taylor. They have the best offensive line in the league. That's they have a solid defense. They That's why I said they don't have a chance of winning anything. The Colts aren't going to do anything. They're just going to be competitive enough to make look like they've tried. I wouldn't disagree. I'm just saying I I'm I was just making sure because I don't think it's gonna be a washover for the Titans this year. I do I do think they have a chance at it, but but I don't think this is a wash. If the the Titans don't do it, it's about the most important Oh it's embarrassing dude. It is dude I'll say right now don't have the the Texans don't have the down the field firepower. Okay. So the corners that the Titans have don't have to worry about a deep threat anymore. Brandon That's Cooks. usually what they got burnt. Brandon yeah. Cooks and Will Fuller? You Brandon, tell me they don't have to worry about a deep threat? No, Fuller, my God, dude. His hands are, like, covered in greased butter. Like, if he ca- he catches the ball, like, once a year. No, wait, like, he wait, has wait, one wait, game. Wait, no, wait, don't wait, even – don't, no, don't bullshit me. That man has one game a year where he catch everything from the sky. And then every other game after that, he can't catch a cold. It's ridiculous, man. So, like, no. I think, is- I think the biggest issue with Will Fuller is that he gets injured. I don't think it's that he doesn't catch the ball. Now, has he, he had his he's issues? Not consistent. Yes. He's not, trust me. He's not consistent. I have watched Dude, many. But he doesn't, he doesn't have to share the targets that DeAndre Hopkins had last year. Now, even, now, you could make. Trust me. Can, homie was getting targets. He just couldn't catch the ball. He has. He's very inconsistent. He has games where it's like he's the palm. Boys diving, catching stuff. Other games, the ball is like right on his chest. He can't even hold on. Uh, to yeah, it. you know what? You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I know Will Fuller's not the best of of wide receivers out there, but they still have Brandon Cooks. Still have Kenny Stills, and I believe they had one more pickup. Kenny listen, Stills. I'm not saying. Listen, I'm not saying they compare to the rest of the league. That's Kenny not what I'm saying. Stills. But they also got now. Now I know. I know you're gonna laugh at me, Jonathan. I know you especially. You're gonna laugh at me, and Duke's okay. gonna tell me I'm an idiot. I get it. But they also got David Johnson in that return trade. Now I know David Johnson's plagued with injuries, but but here's the deal: is that the plan with him last year in Arizona was shit. They yeah, had zero that. plan for him last year, so I think David Johnson's still going to make an effect. I I know that. Look, I don't I, know if it'll be major, and you can make that argument. I, but I, I, I still don't think the, the Texans I'll give are something you the to Texans watch. Are the only team that might give them some hardship in the yeah. division. I, I'm I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I would. If I would fight off, or if I would fight for the Texans or the Colts making a push. The only reason the Texans Colts. would make a push is because Deshaun Watson knows their system. He's been with them for years. And Bill O'Brien's still the quarterback uh, or the yeah. coach, and and they have a better they have a better running running back game this year. Otherwise, I don't see why the Colts can't make a push towards giving the Titans a run Phillip for their money. Philip Rivers is the it, reason they can't because Philip Rivers can do whatever he damn well please. He already he's already secured his job in Alabama as a head coach the second he's done playing football. What? 
Yeah, he already. Yeah, he's already announced that he's head coaching some high school team. Oh, I thought you meant Nick Saban. I was like, he's taking Nick Saban's job. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but he's already. Where was like, this in- inside information yeah, I no, missed? No, but he's already got a coaching job in the state of Alabama for a high school team. He's already like accepted the job, so he's already halfway done it, like in the door for retirement. So he's out here slinging it this year. I think he's out here padding stats and getting numbers. I don't think he's getting a chip, and he knows it. Nah, no, nah, not the Colts, man. Plus, dude, my Titans are bringing back 10 of 11 starters on the offense. So, I mean, there's a little bit more consistency there. I ain't worried about the Texans. I'm just more worried about Deshaun Watson because he'll pull out some magic at the end of the game. But that's about it. But I ain't too worried because as a team, they still got Bill O'Brien as the coach, okay? And as long as they got him, man. That 24 to nothing, dude. 25 to nothing, was it? I don't know. But that that was ridiculous. He should have been fired after that game. Texans are just going to be butthurt after that for this year. I mean, seeing other teams succeed. Jaguars ain't a threat. They're tanking. Colts, Old Man Rivers, those Colt fans are still living off of Peyton Manning days, man. And so is everybody else. Well, the Colts are a good organization, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, whatever, dude. They played a weak division for all these years. Now the Titans are good. Now they're going to get their asses kicked, bottom line. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think a change is coming in that division. I think it's going to be the Titans for at least a little while just because, look, the thing is they should, the Titans should be a lot stronger because of having two Heisman Trophy winners one of them which kept having injuries and now has been sent away. And maybe we'll talk about that when we return here on the Ricky Williams Trilogy. So please stay tuned. You're listening to John B. Jernell, Duke Thompson, and Seamus the Moose Anders. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to the Ricky Williams Trilogy. We are back. The segment is back. It's time less than two weeks away from football it's time for your Fumble Rooski Weekly Sports News Update. Earlier this week, the Jacksonville Jaguars released former first-round pick running back Leonard Fournette. Fournette officially went unclaimed on waivers today. Fournette, who has rushed for 2,631 yards and 17 touchdowns since being drafted fourth overall in 2017, is now a free agent. The Raiders have placed wide receiver Tyrell Williams on injured reserve with a torn labrum. Williams will require season-ending surgery. The Athletics' Jeff Duncan has confirmed that the Saints are open to dealing star running back Alvin Kamara. Though the two parties are close to making a deal, it seems that the Saints are wanting to close in on a number closer to $12 million, but Kamara is looking for that Christian McCaffrey money closer to $16 million annual. The Bengals have signed running back Joe Mixon to a four-year $48 million extension, which will leave him with the team until 2024. Don't know how I feel about that. Be easy. I don't think you know either. And, I know it's a waste of money is what I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, I figured you were, you were going towards that route. Finally, the Chargers' safety, star safety, I should say, Derwin James, needs surgery to repair his injured meniscus and will miss six to eight months, likely ending the talented back season. Very sad ending for him. Love Derwin James. And finally, I have a new segment that you guys don't even know about yet. This is the random fandom fact of the day. 
It takes 3,000 cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for a year's supply of footballs. Boys, that's a lot of fucking moves. I mean, honestly, I've seen a lot of cows. Uh, <laughs> like when I drive around here in California, there's a lot of huge farms. I can see that. Uh, I can see that number only being like maybe one or two farms that actually have to deal with that. I will be honest with you, man. I mean, those I cows are probably gonna. Those cows are gonna be chopped up for meat anyway. So right. don't be a, don't act like they're being killed for like footballs only. Like the <laughs> I'm not even putting for I'm not even putting putting forward a platform. I was just saying it's just a fact. Don't come after me about it. Okay, hey man, okay. I'm not scared of facts, dude. I'm just scared of your agenda. And I felt you like know, you, you know what I was told. I'll tell you guys a story. So oh, that's yeah. messed up. Um, yeah. I was I was told while in Cody, Wyoming. Now we, me and my wife traveled there when we were doing um the cross-country road trip. We went to a rodeo, and you know you know how they do the cow wrangling? You know, they slam the baby cows on the ground. like, And it's not, it's not light. Like, on TV, it looks like nothing. In person, you can, you can hear that cow go down, and they go down hard. And, you know, we're both like, wow, that's like, that seems a lot worse than, than we thought it was when watching, you know, professional bull riding. I asked some guy, like, hey, what, like, what happens to those cows? He goes, it doesn't matter. Cows are dope. So, yeah, they do provide us with footballs, though. I thought it was an interesting fact. Didn't have to argue me about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, there's plenty of cows to go around. Uh, but with that being said, there's not plenty of MVPs to go around. There's only one in the NFL. Each year, it's usually crowned a deserving member of the league. Now, some ESPN analyst who doesn't deserve money was asked who they believe could possibly win the MVP in the 2020 season. This numbskull responded with Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff. Now, if I asked a five-year-old in a school, they would give me a more reasonable answer than this man did. Matthew Stafford can't win an MVP if he can't win more than four games in the season. And Jared Goff can't do it. He doesn't have a running back that's running for, I don't know, a thousand plus yards after, you know, the catch. So I don't know where the, these crazy, wild, just outlandish views came from by this person. But, fellas, there has to be better MVP predictions than those two gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, there, there, cer <laughs> there certainly are. I'm sorry. I think there was a delay in, uh, in me hearing you. There certainly are better picks. The two, the two obvious ones are Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah, um, those are obvious ones, but we got to think outside the box. Yeah, they're obvious. And, and also, in regards to the Jared Goff, uh, Matt Stafford situation, first off, I think Matt Stafford has um, a better chance. I also think Josh Allen has a better chance than the both of them combined, which is crazy to think. I know Josh Allen can't hit water when falling out of a boat. I get it, but he still has a better chance. Um, with that being said, I mean, I would probably put my odds on Patrick Mahomes. If I were a betting man, I, I would do that. Um, I, I certainly think that he has the weapons to do it. He hasn't lost anybody. In fact, he's gained um, with uh, Edwards Hilaire. 
Um, I think well, he has he did, great he chance. Did, he to did do lose it. the. He did lose a running back, but uh, he locked it out. Oh, Shady McCoy. Okay. What no, a no, loss. no, 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 uh, uh, Williams. Williams. Oh, oh, Williams, Damon Williams. Yeah, but yeah. but but Clyde Edwards Hilaire is is not going to be anything to joke about. He's yeah. going to be an immediate immediate chance to have rookie of the year, especially offensive rookie of the year. I think it's well within his realm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't doubt it either. Um, no rookie's going to win off MVP, man. That's what I gave offensive. Oh no 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 no! I'm not no a no, quarterback will win this for, season. He's not saying for MVP. Oh man, well I gotta say I got a few too, you know, maybe Dak, you know, just to show up Jerry Jones before he leaves for another team. Oh, Uh-oh. Dak has Dak has oh, I a legit you were saying chance before Jerry leaves. I was like, oh, do you know he's about to die? Like, oh no, dude, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I think Dak's time in uh, Dallas is just done, man. That's all. Um, also, too, you never know, man. Um, a dark horse could be Tenny Bum. You know, I don't know. Weird things have happened, my friends. Weird things have happened. All right, now you're just. I don't know. I don't know if that's now a you're fact. Just I mean, the Kool Aid. Oh, AJ I mean, Brown, man. You know, AJ. Listen, Brown. listen. Right, AJ Brown. AJ Brown's about really to have, drinking. The yeah, Kool-Aid. wild, wild, crazy juice. Why, why, is, why is that wild, dude? Because like, AJ Brown is going to see a, a regression how in targets this year. How's he going to see a regression? Because he's going to have better coverage, Doug. Oh, on, so, man. but that doesn't exactly. mean that he's it. not going to step up. And I mean, the man caught over a thousand yards last year, four or five games with Marcus Mariota throwing him a ball. No, it's just, it's just going to listen. He's going to see a regression in targets. And if he doesn't, he's going to have much more challenging lineups. And it's not like he didn't last year. You're exactly right. Had a great season, fantastic it's, it's, wide receiver, one of the best in the league. But but he's still going to see a, a slight regression, and, oh, and it man. may even be a positive regression. It might be better for your team that he does. I don't know. Dude, how's that going to be better for my team? Because Derrick Henry is going to see more passes out of the backfield than he did Derrick last year. Derrick Henry can't catch the ball out of the backfield. Oh, well, he's going to have to learn. There, yeah. Well, you know that's not his talent. So you know what? We got like why it is it is not up. his talent. He, when he turns around, he don't he know what's going he on. He can he can do it once in a while with a screen pass. Right, oh my God, like I, everything has trust to be me, perfect. When he I, turns his back to the defense and turns back around, I've never he, seen a man more uh, confused. Something happens in his head. I love it. <laughs> I love you, Henry. You don't get me wrong, man. But Jonathan's right. Like something happens, man. Like it's like okay, I'm turning, I'm turning. Oh, I don't know what to do now. It's like I don't know what to do with my hands, man. Like it's, it's horrible. He's it's just like, a big. He's a big. Oaf, dude, he is. He just runs people over. He just never had, they never asked him to catch the ball. You know, high school, they sure as hell weren't asking him, hey, man. Oh, no. He he was just mowing people down who were half his size. They were were snapping the ball to him in high school. They weren't even bothering with the quarterback. No, no, no. That's too many hands. That's too many hands. they they, They didn't want the quarterback to accidentally mess up and tackle him somehow. It's like, get out of the way, man. You tripped him up again. Well, we're done with this. Just direct snaps all the time. But, you know, man, like I say, with the MVP this year, I think it's going to be a wild uh, dark horse this year. Somebody who we don't see coming just fucking blows it away, man. All right. Well, here's my here are my predictions. Um, may, may not win the MVP, but probably get most improved if he finishes the full season and does everything that is asked of him. Because the man has talent, had talent before, and has already won an MVP with Cam Newton. Oh, no, we don't need that, dude. Jonathan, I love you, uh, Cam, but we don't need it in the Patriots outfit. I don't like it, 
Oh! I, don't, I don't. I don't think it should be not acknowledged. Uh, I mean, I think he could. I don't get me yeah. wrong. It's just I, more my hate. We just. I Patriots. just don't. Like, I know we don't like to say it out loud, but I'm going to be an honest analyst here today. Uh, another pick, because it's what's fancy in the NFL, is to pick young, new, fresh meat. Is Mr. Murray? Uh, if he could put up a pretty decent season, uh, he has a pretty decent team down there now. Uh, if he can get some stuff going and at least put up a 10 and six season with some pretty decent stats, they might throw it his way. Then my final pick is old pretty boy in Seattle. Cause for God's sakes, he does it all the time. He makes literal yeah, lemon. He made, yeah, he makes lemonade out of basically old dog shit. That's left behind. I don't know how he's even making lemonade with stuff. That's not even lemons, but the man does it. And I don't see how he won't do it again. So he could possibly get up there and possibly get that MVP. I'd have to agree. Um, I think, you know, besides giving the obvious Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. How many, um, but how many MVPs go back to back, dude? Is, no, none. No, I, uh, I, no, I completely understand. And, and I it mean, is it has go- happened. Yeah, with what happening. Peyton Manning when the voting was favored for his stupid ass, you know? <laughs> okay, like that was just horrible voting. Because look, no, McNair had to share. They did. We didn't crap. They gave. They didn't. They didn't want to give McNair the MVP, so he was co MVP with Peyton Manning. Well, you gotta have a white guy, especially in those. Jesus. Times. No, no, I'm just no. Hey, come on! It's not that I believe that. Just to be, just to be fronting. I, I, I listen. Hey, I got an, I got a Newton jersey in here. We support black quarterbacks in this household, buddy. No, I understand, but no, but I, but you know, you know what I'm saying. In those times, they're like, well, we can't just give it to this guy, right? Because because of Peyton Manning's fandom at that time. Now you didn't grow up in that right. crap. You didn't grow well, up. When, what do you like, mean? I didn't. I was embro- I was embroiled in it. You weren't embroiled. You just thought you were, man. You know, you didn't really start paying attention to football until Peyton was getting older. Yeah, that's not true, man. God, that's every- disgusting. I, I couldn't remember what year it was. It was two thousand and three that that happened. Yeah, man, I remember when Peyton Manning's forehead and was I think, small. All right, and I think we and, all did. And, and from what I can see here, good sir, that is the only time I can find. Besides the time where they gave it to a quarterback and a running back with Barry Sanders and Brett Favre, but that's the only time I've they ever seen. They couldn't give it to Barry by himself. Who no, the Lions? To, no, no, I'm no, telling you, they had to give it to Brett. <laughs> so dirty. Get the was that? Was that? Was that? Was that? Was that? Ninety six, ninety seven. That was ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. Well, they thankfully, can't give it. Was alone. <laughs> Thankfully, the same thing is not happening in these days. Um, no, it's not. I don't uh, know why people are saying Aaron Rodgers is a possibility. He, he only has Devonte Adams. Um, he's gonna have an off year. I I would say my. I'm gonna go with one pick. I know, could 100% be, an MVP pick. Um, I'm gonna go with Russell Wilson. Um, I, I think he, he's just a decent bet. Um, I, I think that, you know, while the Chiefs and the Ravens have fantastic pass offenses, um, I also think they're more complete teams than the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks defense will be vulnerable um, all year. And, um, yeah, yeah. And with, you know, with, 
The whole yeah, with well, let me finish, would you? Jesus, with several of their tailbacks coming off of um, you know predominantly um, big injuries, I guess you could call them. I just think Wilson's going to have a lot on his plate, and I think with DK Metcalf coming into his second year, I just think it's going to be a huge. Um, a huge year for Russ. So, I think he's just so, going to whip the ball down the field. So DK is not going to regress, but AJ will. Yes, because DK still has Tyler Lockett. Yeah, well, we still have Adam Humphreys, Jonathan. Yeah, nope. Andrew nope. Davis. Nope. Smith, huh? Nope. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No, none of those people will make a difference in how good AJ Brown is. AJ Brown's dude. just going to see better competition now. Damn, dude. dude, you remember Rich Gannon won an MVP. Wow. <laughs> Oh, we have B is he still going back? Um Man, and, and hear me out. That ready? one's shocking. So like no, I want to put a bet on him. No, I want to say right now between you and me, Moose, that if you're gonna take DK Metcalf to have a better year than AJ Brown, five dollar. Oh, I, I will one hundred thousand percent take that bet. I'll take it at $25. Oh, you're taking 20. I, I, I didn't know what your budget was, but even though you had a yeah, no, I mean, with, with you, with you, my budget, well, my, my budget's different here's, when I'm not just clicking a button and betting money. I um, would, I would, I'd almost be willing to put a hundred on that because, like, let's be yeah. honest, dude. Here's the thing with the Titans and the way that they saw success last year in the postseason with Henry. I, I just feel that they're going to try to do a lot of that again. And that's meaning there might be less passing going on, meaning less opportunities. Whereas when you're in Seattle, everything goes through Russell and he kind of just wings it. And so if you're anywhere halfway open, he's throwing you the ball. Well, that's a great point. But, but here, here's another point to how your team is actually better than the Seahawks, Duke. And this should make you less mad at the fact that I think DK Metcalf will see not only, well, maybe not more targets necessarily, but he'll see more yards per throw. Um, I, I think you guys have a better defense than Seattle right now. I think Seattle's sort of in shambles. I think they have been since they had, you know, the Legion of Doom. Um, I, I think that Russell Wilson is literally going to be forced to toss that ball down the field. Now, do I think this is Chris Carson's running game and his offense? Absolutely. I don't see a question, a question in it this year. Rashad Penny's not it. Chris Carson is the guy for their, for their running game. With that being said, their defense is so bad and they play such good competition out there in the West. But their um, when you talk about somehow, certain teams. Their defense somehow keeps them in games and I, it might be bad, but they somehow figure it out. I think a lot of it is the piped in uh, noise that they do at their stadium. Because I still remember the time I went there and like they were getting their butts kicked and people were fanning out and it was still just as loud as it was when the stadium was full. And I'm like, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, right. You're piping that, in right. the sound. You, this isn't true. Shame on you. Well, the um, thing is, is that this year there probably will be like actual decibel um, readings per game because of the crowd noise they're going to allow in the stadiums. But listen, oh, with course. that being said, I just think Russell Wilson is going to be put in a position to throw the ball more than Tannehill. They don't have a Derrick Henry. They don't, and they don't They don't necessarily I, I need him. That, but man. I understand that, but we're not going to be giving the ball. We can't be giving the ball every time to Henry, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be I, like I, that. I know. That's how you guys run your team. That's not yeah, how we're going to run just, the team, dude. But I think, I think because of your – Here's the thing. I think if because of your success in the postseason with that game plan, you're going to look at it a lot more and probably rely on it a lot more because – when it came down to the postseason play, AJ was not 
your go-to man. And I think when it comes down to it, if you want to get that kind of success again, you want to use what was getting you there and you're not going to stray and try to figure something else out when you kind of have an idea what works. I, I, yeah. I just think I, you guys are in a really that, good position. I understand that. But I also too know the offensive coordinator is a young guy. I also too think he has something to prove that he doesn't want to rely on just one aspect of the game. Because that's not how you, you can't. Because he's not a robot. You, have, you can't always. We have Johnny Smith, who's probably one of the best tight ends in the league, catching. Right okay, now. let's. I mean, John Simmer down. I'm hey, dude. Let's oh, you can down. you can tell BZ we're getting close to football let's, season, baby, because he's been, he's bringing out all the stops. <laughs> Ah, I fucking love it. I love it. I mean, I can name like at least 15 better tight ends. And that's ridiculous. That's cool, man. Go ahead. What? Ebram is one. Ebram's one. And that's on the low part of it. Like Noah Noah Fant. (laughs) Waller. Yeah. Kittle. Kelsey. Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Gronkowski. Gronkowski. Yeah, dude. And the guy hasn't wanted to play for two years. Come on, Higby. Man. Yeah. Actually, last year was his uh, Ertz. Yeah. Goodness, dude. Uh, Mark what's Andrews. Name? What's his name for the Steelers? Uh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Hayden Henry. Hurst. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson. Mike Kosicki. Good Lord, dude. Dallas Goddard. I mean, <laughs> listen, I, wow. I, we're only bagging you because you give oh, us the opportunity to. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, Boyle or Doyle, whatever his yeah, name yeah, is. That, that's not bad. Oh, Jack Doyle. Doyle. I, lo- I love Jack Doyle. You can say that, but what I see on the field is something different. Okay. okay? And what well, I we see li- is that. We listed maybe 20. <laughs> we listed maybe finish, 20 dude. better tight ends. was sitting behind Delaney Walker for two years. Yeah, so like, Delaney you know, Walker is a good tight end. Yeah, That's why so, so like there. he had time to go in. The last year was his first time to really do it, man. And he's a threat, man. I'm just all saying, right, we're well, going to be throwing that all, okay. all around. I got, it. I got it. The season's here. The season's the, here, dude. You're you're getting, know what? You're getting drunk you're with nonsense. You're going to watch no games, dude. That's all, man. You're getting drunk with nonsense. All right, so here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I don't know how we're going to qualify this yet, but I'm going to put oh, it in well, writing here. right now. Yeah, man. So, hold on. Before we go on, so just you want to do 25, right? Pay with it, no, no, no. So what we're gonna Jesus do? This Christ. is what this is. Timeout. This is <laughs> hey, what I'm proposing. I gotta get my side bet no, on. No, no, no. T- timeout. So this is what I'm proposing. We're gonna do a two versus one. It's gonna be a Canadian bet, Canadian style bet. It's how Canadian I Canadian style betting. So just sh- listen. I feel like I'm getting scammed. Well, you might be. It's Canada. Eh? All right. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do. I'm gonna offer up 25 on this side of the bet. Beezy's gonna offer up 25. You're going to offer up 50 since you're whoa, so confident. Whoa, whoa, dude. You know, I got other bets to make with you guys, man. I can't be like just tapping on and one. All right, well, I'm just saying you feel really confident that A.J. Brown's going to have a better year than D.K. Metcalf, and I am down to take this bet. So even if B. Easy wants to stay out of it because I made the initial contact, yeah, I'll man, bet I, you. I'll, I said I'd throw in 100. I, 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 believe, yeah, dude, I don't I'm believe a, shit in the Titans <laughs> in, in doing. Here's the thing. Oh, oh, my problem with the Titans is that whenever they find something that works, the very next year they screw it all up. And I see it all the time with them, and it hurts me to see it. It hurts me to death. Like, oh, yeah. it really does. It sounds dude. like it does. Dude, man, the year that they went 13-3 and three with, with drunk Kerry Collins, I thought that, you know, I was like, man, all they need to do is make a few changes, and, and this is going to be something. And then, and man. And that oh, was Jeff Fisher. That was a horrible. God, it fell apart horrible, faster than it did. 
That was I've never Bud seen was still alive, fall apart so quickly. That was when Bud was still alive, dude. Yeah. He was like, things were just like, he was doing things like, we're keeping it old school, so we're going to hire the offensive line coach to be the head coach for one year. And it was just horrible. We never had a chance to just be like, we're destroying the foundation. Let's rebuild. I know, man. I know, but I just I've seen I've seen a lot of hardship there. I understand. I want I want to I want to see a turn. And they but, will. You know, the NFL is so is such a hard place to consistently win in. I mean, we've seen it with the Patriots, and it's nice, it's cool. We think all teams can do it, but it's just not true. So yeah, you know? so this is what we'll do then. <laughs> if you're not trying to do fifty, we'll do. I will offer up fifteen dollars. Zz offers up fifteen, and you offer up thirty. No, because you're confident, and and I'll take you at thirty. I'll take you at twenty five. I'm just trying to get all of us involved. Oh well, you know, I mean, five, whatever, man. All right, man. Thirty dollars each, each side. Fine, thirty dollars each side. Man. And 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 we'll determine how we qualify this um well before uh, the end of the season. Stats? But just yeah, yes, yeah, stats. But are we talking? Are we talking catch percentage? Are we talking no, yardage? What are we talking? Yardage touchdowns. We had a better season, man. Well, by the yeah. end of the season, I believe yeah. we're gonna we're well, gonna be able to determine who has. Yeah, the we'll be season. able. To and AJ Brown's it. gonna have okay. a fantastic season. Let's say, okay, I mean, let's, if if it comes down to somebody had just four extra yards than the other one, and everything else seems fair, I guess we'll just call it a wash. Yeah, you know? okay. but I don't think that's it's fair. gonna happen that way. Yeah, well, you know, that's fine. I know I'll appreciate you guys. It's you know, hatred is fine. Oh, you know we're gonna come after you, Duke. You talk. Uh, you man. talk such a big game, man. I mean, and, and, we're talking man. about you. No, have you some, should. You should talk you a big game. That's your gym. team. You about to have the number one tight end in the league and shit, man. No, I didn't say number one tight end. No, I say he's gonna become one of the best in the league, man. I've seen the kid uh, catch, you man. Give him the opportunity one more year on the starting. I just uh, see opportunity. I see young talent there, man. To where uh, like. Evans is going to be a beast. Hey, because, homie, they're all professionals. And all we have to do is just want to stop my homes, man. They're That's all it. professionals in some If we form. could have stopped your ass last year, we would have been a Super Bowl, dude. Yeah, we could have stopped yeah, my homes. You know, That's it. Could have, would have, should have, homie. Out, dude. And that's Coulda, it. Woulda, we got to figure that out. And I believe that we will figure it out. All right, man. So, I, mean, I believe, I believe, I believe that you guys hard. are going to be a playoff contender again. I just don't know if you're going to get over that hump. It's a hard hump to get over. Trust me, my team... Was humping it a and, lot. And we'll, <laughs> we will, man. Cause we like a like a dog with a stuffed pet, man. Right, exactly, dude. Like we were a dog in heat. My word, we was just dragging it across the ground trying to get it, man. Up, man. But I believe we will with a division title this year. All right. Well, yeah. th- you believe, believe, believe. Well, I believe you have some stuff to tell us about the new Madden game. Yeah. So we're gonna get make this short and sweet. Um, this week there was a p- hashtag say um, drop e- NFL should dropped the EA. And yes, um, I haven't bought a Madden game in three years. Um, I always wait at least a couple of years. This game is garbage. Um, the only defense you can run is cover two. You can't blitz the ball. Wait a second. What do you mean there's only cover two? Dude, it's, you can't blitz. You can't do shit, dude. Like, ain't no other defense works for, for some reason, man. Like, you get beat on everything, man. And, like, the, the quarterback oh. release is quicker this year. So they haven't compensated yet for the defense. It's really so. So in other words, they're making it so like Patrick Mahomes is unstoppable. Dude, I don't know. And here's the thing with Patrick. Yeah, right, right, right exactly. No, actually, no. Here's the glitch in the game too with Patrick was uh, when the game was installing, you have to play as the Ravens and Chiefs as the game installs. Correct. So I'm playing as Patrick Mahomes and I'm scrambling, dude. Fucking just get touched barely. 
fumble. Three times, man. Three times. With Patrick Mahomes or Lamar? With Patrick, dude. Okay, because I noticed the same thing in in Madden uh, 2019 is the last one I played, and I noticed Lamar Jackson just fumbles the ball constantly. But nobody should be fumbling that constantly in real life. Like, I did three straight times, three straight scrambles. I barely got touched, barely fall on the ground, and they go, oh, it was a fumble. Do they have a new? Do they have a new button for you to tuck or to pull it in? Is there? It's no, nothing, no Because you know, you you wonder with that, because like you know, is if the game is like advancing to a Duke, point where are you like sure you hold a button? Yeah, it's Duke, not, are you sure you're not playing on like classic mode? Oh, that's so funny, dude. I appreciate your humor. Uh, but no, dude, no, no. <laughs> look, I'm, so, I'm, hey, I'm sorry like, that it's, it's not just, working out. It's for just you. not. It's just not worth it. I was just craving football. People, I mean, it's just EA needs to get rid of this. NFL needs to get rid of EA. EA has been, like, doing this shit for 10, 15 years now. I mean, probably the last good game was with the Eddie George cover when you can actually do, like, real franchise. Mode. That is way so, bad. I remember playing that game. They, I, don't know, man. They had, I don't know. They had some good ones, man. I think the Vic one was a good one. And yeah, and I mean, that was a while ago, too, dude. Was that 2004? It's been Somewhere like, around yeah. there, yeah. I had that on on uh, on on uh, GameCube. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah that's an interesting point, and Duke. Actually, I, I, I don't play. Like the Peyton Hillis one was pretty good, too. Oh, I don't, couldn't even tell you what that one was. It's, um, it's, just, it's just horrible. I mean, the controls are horrible. The animation's horrible. It's like you know, they don't even have the simple mouth guards in the, the player's mouths, you know? Like, they wear mouth guards. They're just not running around with their jaws wide open, you know? It's just a little... Yeah, weird. I feel like attention to detail is what and, pulls video gamers in now, but that's the only outlet for NFL games. Yeah, dude, and that's what has been so wrong with us forever. Just recently, 2K announced that they can't do a football game, but it can't be a simulation. And I pray to God it's something like backyard football. You know, at least give us something. Oh, shit. Give me a Pablo Sanchez. I'm going to the championship every year, bro. I love that NFL Streets game. Yeah, NFL Street, dude. If it's something like that. That was so much fun, man. Oh, NBA and NFL Street were the two best games ever made. And and then the same company was part of, I believe, NHL Blitz, which for any hockey player grew up playing video games um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, all of us had those games, especially NHL hits, NBA Street and NFL Street. Those games are incomparable to any type of sports game you'll ever play. Oh, yeah, dude. It was great. I mean, like, it was basically playing, like, you know, backyard football with professional athletes. It was was dumb. But it was great, man. It was fun stuff. I loved playing that game, man. It was good times, good times. But, uh, well, speaking of good times, folks, I hope you enjoyed your time with us here on the Ricky Williams Trilogy. Also, make sure you find us on other outlets like YouTube, also Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can find us sometimes at our mama's houses. Um, let's see, where else can they find us here? Oh, at FumbleRuskiSports.com. You can find us under that blanket there where you can find all things sports related through our company. Of course, you will find the Ricky Williams trilogy there. Soon you'll find Money Mouth and other things that are related to sports and sports gambling. Uh, gentlemen, is there anything else that I forgot before we sign off here today? No, I mean, next week we'll be covering the, uh, the divisions. We'll, we'll all predict our division winners. Um, we'll get into a a few more things regarding the Thursday night game and, uh, we'll, we'll get the season rolling, baby. This is, this is a, a, a week that we did not see 
a few months ago. We, we appreciate the people that have been sticking with us and listening to us. We know it's been a long, long session without football. Um, it, it's literally felt like three years since the Chiefs held that trophy. So I'm excited to get back into it with you boys uh, and with the fans and, and with football. I'm just, I'm just excited, man. All right, all right. And anything else, Dukey, from you? Duke, Duke, uh, you're muted. Go Titans, go Titans, that's all. Oh, go Titans, okay, good, good. Go Patriots. First, I'd like to say I'm not exactly sure how Rich Gannon won an MVP. But then I'd like to say <laughs> go Chiefs, reigning Super Bowl champs, led by the beautiful biracial Patrick Mahomes. Can't wait for this shit to be over.